Island. Hey, Martin. Hey, Kevin. It's time for our podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's but, another day of podcast recording. Yeah, but before we start our planned program, I'm going to give a little plug, uh, plug to my father, who uh, work, is working with the great organization Toastmasters, which you can all go and practice your public speaking at, mm-hmm. and one club in particular, Viking Voices in Dublin. Yeah. And he's got a lovely little blog up on the WordPress Viking, I'll put up the link in the show notes. Yeah, but give that a Google as well. Yeah. Go check out his blog. Tell what? him, tell him we sent you. Why do they call it Toastmasters? Um, it's because everyone eats toast at it. And the yeah, do they toast things to things? They raise well? up the toast at the end. Yeah. No, it's because toast is another word for giving a speech. Speechmasters. Yeah, pretty much. And I think at the meetings they're all called like. Uh, Master of ums and stuff. We actually we could do with a bit of Toastmasters. Yeah. Get rid of all. I, I could anyway. I yeah. um and uh. Yeah. And or yeah, like public speaking. Yeah. Or no, even just in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> back to the words. Yeah. I think a forest of ums for me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's the sort of thing you could eliminate from your speech patterns at Toastmasters. Definitely go there. there but only go to the Viking Voices Club. All the other ones are really bad. I've heard. Yeah. There's well, no this toast. Is, this is a hot new one. Yeah. And my dad, he he used to be like the. The Grand Wizard of Toastmasters, Ooh. or the, the area governor, or something. Yeah, of the North. <laughs> so he's a good toaster. So yeah, it'll be a good club. Nice. All right, that's the that's, that's a plug, plug over. Yeah, that was good. Message for any potential sponsors as well. You could buy that space. Yeah, yeah. a quick one minute blog ad, like my dad did. Fifty euro in the bank. Yep. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> um, okay. What's our topic this week? Well. Uh, our topic this week is the apocalypse. The apocalypse. <laughs> or apocalypses. Yeah, apocalypse now. Um, apocalypse later. So apocalypse is in the past. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get, uh, let's get the big burning question out of the way. All right. So you get a call. <laughs> you get a call from <laughs> you get a call from your mum and she's like, "Kevin, hmm. have you seen the news? I was just after just after kissing a load of frogs down by the canal." <laughs> <laughs> And I, and I heard she the loves news. bloody frogs. <laughs> I heard the news. Um, there's been a big outbreak, and uh, there's zombies. That, like people are breaking out of hospital. There's zombies everywhere. Right. Uh, they're contagious. What do you do? Um, all right. Uh, what hospital? All of them. <laughs> is is the point of this more that there's a zombie apocalypse? That zombie was apocalypse. Yeah, I didn't set it up that way. Your I, mom. I probably would question my mom about why she was kissing frogs. <laughs> First. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's interesting. I'm, I'm going to put a pin in that because that sounds like a problem. But what's up with the the frogs? <laughs> I'm just down by the canal. Is that how she started? <laughs> She doesn't live near a canal. Yeah, she goes. She <laughs> travels thirty minutes. <laughs> the kids, the um, Yeah. Okay. So my zombie plan. Yeah. I, ha- I had an old one back in there. I haven't really revised it. So and I- let's also say that all uh, utility services are out of order, on fire and stuff. Yeah. Right. So first off, me and you are in a bad position because we mm-hmm. live in the city. Yeah. That's like the worst place to be yeah. in a zombie apocalypse. Densely apart. populated. Yeah, lots of zombies. Mm. My old plan was to, it always, yeah, I grab something to batter zombies with, mm. a hurl or something. Yeah. A big knife. No, a big bludgeoning object. Yeah, bludgeoning's the best. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'd make my way to Clontarf, mm-hmm. and I go across the wooden bridge, 
and go to the Bull Island. Island and scout down in Bull Island. Oh, nice. And we burned a wooden bridge. Yeah. Keeps them his arms out. Although, is there a big? Can they swim? And, well, that, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that place pretty much goes uh, walkable. Anyway, <laughs> sure. you, you have the upper hand if they're in the water. But anyway. there's also a speedboat there, ah. and there's this, in the scout den. There's big metal doors. Mm. And there's a bit of grub there, some provisions, and a big and a speedboat. We could use the speed out to maybe a, a ferry or like a an offshore oil rig. Or you could just like speed out so you're just far away. Enough from them that you can like throw rocks and. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, zombie. <laughs> yeah, just because they're like eventually the water will get too deep and you can just like speed off anyway. Yeah. Uh... But just to have the last laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess the like the sustainable bit of that is you live on a ferry then in the mm. ocean. Mm. One of my um actuallys, which uh, <laughs> is a segment coming up. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so I love an um is that the gasoline in a lot of vehicles. Mm-hmm would pretty much become, as it, it oxidizes a lot. Um, and I think it has like a nine month sort of sell by date. So we wouldn't be driving around as much? So no, like if, you, if you're in a zombie apocalypse situation and you go a full year and you start finding some cars, they might not be as useful as you think they will be. Yeah. See, that's why we're Same on the with ferry. gas stations. We'll be all right on that ferry. Yeah. Well, the thing with the boat is you can row it. Yeah. Well, I was picturing a, like a passenger ferry in Dublin Harbour that would oh, have, yeah. like, be able to take me to an offshore oil rig. Yeah, get that too. Oil rigs are probably pretty safe. Yeah, and I look. I've been I've been fantasizing about oil rigs a bit lately. <laughs> Why? <laughs> in what context? <laughs> You're like rule thirty four. I, I get no, not in that context. <laughs> uh, I get the urge every now and again. I'm typing away in my office job on my computer and like. What if I just packed this all in and went into the wilderness, mm. you know? And I was looking at the, I saw a picture online of some guy fixing a wind farm at sea, and he's on top of the wind farm, a yes. big blue ocean all around him. I was like, hmm, wind farm, middle of the ocean, that'd be nice. Mm. But then you can't really go work in a wind farm. Why? Well, see, I want to live on the platform in the middle of the ocean. The wind farm, you kind of, you go up there, you fix it, and then you go live in a boat or something that's floating around. You don't do that. I want it to be on a sea platform, like an oil rig. Yeah. And uh, so I started looking up life in oil rigs. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, tough enough. He started in as like a scrubby bottom dude at like 28 grand a year. 28 grand a year but dude. you can work your way up. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of the oil rigs these days that have like uh, cinemas in them that have yet the latest releases. Yeah, I've heard about that. They get pretty good uh, cinema access. A lot of them apparently are of hotel quality. Nice. Uh, so they like, yeah, oil rig. It would have to be though. You'd have to keep them sane. Mm-hmm. You would, yeah, because they all got. I'm, I'm sure there've been incidents of them going mad, yeah, and murdering constantly. For sure, yeah. But yeah, so my ultimate zombie plan leads me to oil yeah. rig. Yeah, unless a zombie goes with you onto the oil rig. Oh, it probably would, yeah. But then you just chuck them in the sea. Oh, zombie oil rig! If you're starting, it starts in an oil rig. You'd be, you being on the oil rig, would be pretty fucked. What if it starts? Yeah, then you'd be fucked. I do the helicopter, but like. Yeah. You'd have to be the first one up the helicopter and fly yeah. off. Like. That, thing, that thing's not waiting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably be pretty containable, though, on an oil rig. Yeah. Would you, uh, what would you do in the zombie plan? I was thinking, so I would. Right, your mom. Good, good your news. mom rings you up. <laughs> Go she's, on. <laughs> she's been pulling the wings off butterflies <laughs> in the park. 
Yeah, she does. And she has the wireless up and she's listening to the news and says there's a zombie outbreak in Dublin. Could have been that. <laughs> um, I would... I'd go for the roofs. I'd probably go to my work and go on the roof. Oh, no. Where are you going to go from the roof? You you hide out. The zombies can't get up there. That's like the first place people in zombie movies go to. You get a, you bring rope with you as well, in case you want to repel You don't down. have rope. Where around you here? Find rope. Where, where are you going to get rope around here? You loot, I loot, there's a DIY shop nearby. Loot it. Is there? No, yeah, no. there is. Okay. Piss, uh... No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to watch out for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, DIY shop. Um, get well, some rope. Do you know, and you're going to abseil off, the, off a building in the middle <laughs> of the city. <laughs> No, I'd go there, you'd get a group of individuals, mm. and you get good vantage points when you're on roofs. <laughs> you're like, oh, I can see them slowly coming. <laughs> well, but I can also see that I don't really have enough time to get out now <laughs> before they get here. You hide in the toilets. Oh, yeah, they don't, they don't go into the toilets. <laughs> they don't like the smell. Would you, I suppose you could go for a barricade strategy. Easily, yeah. But to... is an office the best place for a barricade? If it's got good uh, physical security. It'd be good if you wanted to do some work. <laughs> yeah, get some work Well, done. we're all barricaded in here. But the markets are still open. We may as well do a bit of work, guys. <laughs> that might keep you going, like. Yeah. Be actually, it wouldn't be bad. Take your mind we? off. It's like, oh, it's over. We're checking the economics of these zombies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I suppose you'd still have the internet, probably. But in terms of, uh, yeah, definitely something to bludgeon them with. See, the only... If, if it was the sort of situation where you're eventually going to get saved by someone... Mm. You'd, you'd, you'd probably, you'd have a chance of surviving that way. Bludgeoning? No, just barricading. Yeah. If you can restrict, if you can bottleneck them. Yeah. And then just constantly whack them all. Throw, like, teacups at them from the canteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just boiling water. Just all those staplers falling out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if, it, if there's no help coming for, like, a year, you're fucked. Yeah. And I'll be laughing just kill them up all. on the other. There's a fixed amount of zombies. Uh, I suppose, yeah. Just get rid of them all. Burn them. What's it, about a million zombies? In get Dublin? them all in the three arena. Get Rob Zombie to do a concert <laughs> in the three arena. Luckily, he was hanging out and yeah. was in your gang. And then close all the doors in the three arena and just set it on fire. <laughs> okay, yeah. So how are you going to start the fire? What if it doesn't catch? It already, it's already laden with gasoline. Right, I'll say that's not the hard bit. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, getting Rob Zombie on board. Doesn't he have to die? Well, <laughs> no, he escapes in time. He's There's like the a hero. platform that goes up from the stage yeah, that goes up to the roof. Yeah, and all the zombies are like, yeah, encore, 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 encore. <laughs> boom. Oh, man. Oh, zombie, zombie apocalypse has got to be the most fun one. Yeah. It's the most... Uh, it's probably gotten the most movie coverage. Movie love, yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. I think the zombie movies are so popular partly because people like to talk about the zombie plan. Yeah. And each movie has a slightly slight variation on the rules of the zombies. I think it's because, like, in general, apocalypse movies, um, I think, like, I feel like we have this desire to, or this fantasy about, like, having to survive. Yeah. Because for so many years, like, we've been afforded, like, food and drink and stuff like that is, for a lot of people um, mm. on the earth, is, like, very uh, accessible. Yeah, yeah. So we like these ideas of, like, oh, what would you do in this situation where everything you have is just stripped bare and... See if you could do it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is this a, have you ever seen Bear Grylls, The Island? Uh, no, we talked about this before. Yeah, it's basically like 12 regular people who just go and live on an island, no food, no drink. They just have like these utensils, like they have like a machete and Oh, they get utensils? Like that. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. And they just have to live on the island for, uh, I think, is it eight weeks? Do you reckon you could do it? I'd like to try, but I don't know if I could. I don't I know. In my head, whenever I'm know. picturing these things, uh, yeah, I'd say, I'm, I'm always killing it. I can that. Yeah, <laughs> of course. But realistically, that's tough. Wouldn't be killing it. No, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Like in every series, there's always someone who wants to go home because, like, they they go without food for like weeks at a time sometimes. Yeah. Like the first week, it'll just be like, guys, we haven't found any food. They have all these like limpets, which are like little snails that they just survive off. Oh, they just get around. And all, like, that's like the panda strategy. Yeah. Where pandas can eat bamboo, but it doesn't give them much energy. They yeah. Lays around near the bamboo, eating it, not moving around too much, which is pretty much what that snail strategy Yeah. <laughs> the panda strategy. He's lying near some just snails yeah. all day. Like, oh, bro. But I think that's it, though. It's, that's uh, the whole point is, like, when we fantasize about it, we like to be like, mm. yeah, I would do this, and I would uh, I'd definitely get it right. My friend, uh, Sean Freeman. Yeah. Name and shame. Yeah. Or name and uh, praise, maybe. Nice. Um, he, he's quite a... Fr- it was his zombie plan, mm. which I thought sort of spoiled the game a bit. He's like, ah, I wouldn't, like, you know, I wouldn't want to survive all my friends out there anyway. I'd just become a zombie. Mm. <laughs> He would just volunteer. He's like, yeah, yeah. he's like, I'd just be a zombie. <laughs> I'd just get into that. Well, yeah. <laughs> just try and break the system from within. Yeah, he's like, oh, maybe zombie life as a zombie ain't too bad. Yeah. Maybe they're hanging around. <laughs> if everyone's a zombie, it's like no one's a zombie. That's true. That's the way of It's the uh, new normal. Yeah, it's the new normal. <laughs> uh, yeah. Democratic no. process. I guess good on you, Sean. Yeah. Fair play. made a big trend follower. That takes balls to admit. <laughs> that would be. We all wanted to say it, but <laughs> it'd be reality for most of us. Yeah, Whether not, not me. We... Yeah, exactly. Um, I've got some. Uh, um, actually, some Buzz Killingtons. Mm, just it. about the apocalypses in general. Just, just themes that you might see in movies or hear people talk about in reference to apocalypses. Okay. Is that the plural apocalypse? I. Mm. Apoc of apocalypse. Yeah. Apocalypse. A school. Um, realistically, a zombie apocalypse would never happen because they'd be blown off the face of the earth within 24 hours of an outbreak. What do you mean, blown off? I actually have no idea that no, name. <laughs> that made no, <laughs> Everyone's no sucking sense. the zombies off. <laughs> 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 Jokes Ooh. on you. <laughs> they wanted to get brain. My brain. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, like. Do you mean like just people would shoot them dead? Man, I don't know what I meant by that. Now. Oh wait, I t- it's because they get carpet bombed. Oh, the, yeah. As in, sorry, I know what I meant. Yeah, like the U.S. military, nuclear weapons, stuff like that. Just like y- y- there would be a lot of blood, bloodshed. There'd be a lot of like, you know, people that would have to die. But a zombie, lambs. a zombie apocalypse would never last for more than twenty-four hours. Like it's not like zombies would just straight away take over the military and stuff like that. If you have the military, you've, well, you've got it sorted. Well, it's like, let's say it like happened in Ireland. I don't think the Yanks are going to flow, flow in and carp the bomb because they're not going to knock the island, pretty much. The Brits. The Brits might do it, yeah, but... Yeah. I don't know. Would you bomb us that quick? Not bomb, no, it wouldn't be... Uh... We, we would never bomb you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's not my place to speak on that. <laughs> Another one is that uh, 
the real apocalypse in general would be disease. It wouldn't be in general, like the death tolls that are, that result from like any massive disaster, disastrous outbreak, even like wars and stuff like that. A vast majority of the death tolls are all medically related, mm-hmm. like gangrene and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And what was uh, the the plague? The plague, like the Which yeah Spanish flu. Spanish flu that killed. happened right after World or during or after World War One. That's how yeah, it spread nine, around. So Nineteen eighteen, yeah, and I think it killed like five percent of the population. I think it might have killed more than the World War One itself. Yeah, so disease and that spread around as you say because of. Uh, Trenches and all yeah. that. Soldiers moving around all the place. Exactly. Um, food production would just, you know, you saw what happened when uh, there was that snowstorm last year. Oh yeah. Just when everything Red grinds riots. to a halt. Yeah. <laughs> like you'd run. I'd say there'd be, if everything just shut down, there'd probably be maybe a week's worth of food left mm. around in general in like shops and stuff like that that could. Uh, still be like and I'm not talking about like people who'd steal it already yeah but like that's how long it would last yeah yeah so yeah. after that you're talking about like maybe having to hunt for yourself but they say a lot of the animals that you'd hunt like deer and stuff like mm-hmm. that people envisage like oh yeah I could just be the cool hunter lifestyle and uh live off the land and hunt stuff like that you'd have to already all, know how to do that yeah that too but all that kind of meat is malnutritious it doesn't have like anywhere near the nutrition that we're you accustomed too? to yeah Ooh. so you'd be going after the cows and stuff like that <laughs> hunting <and>, cows <laughs> <laughs> yeah or just like whatever is left over of the cattle um mm. and you know you just realize how quickly it would all shut down i'd say after you go for the cows you've got maybe maybe two two months of, of like productive uh you know goings on in the food industry yeah, right. After you actually eat the cows. <laughs> After you eat the cows, you know. What about veggie? What about vegan life? Vegan life, that's true. But I mean, how long do you have to plant some soybeans? And, <laughs> quick, and, quick. And wait, it's like, oh, the zombies have found it. <laughs> well, actually, another on that food point, if it is zombies or something, wouldn't it, you could count on a lot of people being dead, which would, yeah, uh, gra- would greatly increase the, increase the food. For zombies? No, no, no. Well, we're food for zombies. Yeah. But if, so, say, 90% of the city is a zombie, yeah. there's like... There's more food per person Only then. Only 10% of the reign of people need to eat that food. So there's lots more. That's true, yeah, but you're now trying to fight through 90% of the population that's zombies to reach that food. Yeah, yeah. Without getting... But it. even farming or something would become more sustainable then. Yeah. If you had a farm for... You just need... You'd need to do, like, a, an I Am Legend, you know, the bit at the end where they just have, like, a, a village? You'd need to get, like... A few hundred people together and just barricade yourselves. Yeah. You'd be sweet if you're already living in that sort of setup, like one of these communal places out in the desert somewhere. Yeah. Like, I guess there's an apocalypse, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) We get all the soybeans and hemp we want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Nuclear power plants and natural gas lines. So nuclear power plants, if they go unattended uh, for a period of up ten days is the minimum um then what happens is the nuclear rods that are kept in these kind of coolers mm-hmm. the coolers would just stop cooling um because they need to be constant yeah so then you get nuclear goo that kind of radiates everywhere is there not like a fail safe or something uh maybe <laughs> but like you got to think of all the nuclear power stations in the world 
yeah. could, what could one go wrong? One of them might fuck up. What was that one in Japan recently enough? What was that one called again? I can't remember, but... The, 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 the cooling system failing is what happened to that yeah, one. Yeah, so... You and know. they couldn't shut it, cool it down quick enough. Yeah. But I think it's because they had busted fail-safes as well. Right. But what can happen in but this... But there's got to be a few with busted fail-safes. For yeah. sure. And it can create nuclear clouds that can spread around all over. Yeah. Um, Big concern growing up for me was... Uh, remember Shellafield or Selfield in England? We're going to have a power plant. Oh, yeah? Or used to have one. Yeah. And... In primary school, they had us all the all the like eight year old kids write letters to the power plant after they shut down. <laughs> so we all got real worried about this power plant. <laughs> <laughs> Freaked out. Was it just the teacher who was like really concerned about this power plant and got you to? Uh, from what I remember, being sort of a grassroots community thing. Really? Okay. Yeah, our parents might have been on about as well. Yeah, just because of the worry. Did I? I, I, I my sister was pretty worried about it. <laughs> I remember in school seeing those things where it'd be like this is how much area an atomic bomb would, would affect, or like a nuclear bomb and stuff yeah. like that, and it's accounting for all the like radiation that results in the following weeks. And it was just like, whenever you'd see the massive size of the circle, it would always freak me out, being like, oh no, <laughs> that would get me. <laughs> There's a website you can go and check that now. Oh yeah? Yeah. Just in case. But yeah, it does that whatever your city is, it does the circle for you. Yeah. <laughs> We're fucked. But... <laughs> yeah. So natural gas pipelines as well. When those go unattended, the pressure and flow rates will completely fuck themselves up because it's a really sophisticated network of like you know hundreds and thousands of pipes going across Europe and, and the whole planet. Do they go under the sea? Um, I don't think they would. What they what happens is like you'd get liquid natural gas terminals, mm-hmm. and a boat goes over and condenses the gas into liquid, and then uh. carries it over via boat instead of a. Having a pipeline because a pipeline would be way too expensive. I think oh, across right. across massive oceans anyway. Interesting. I'm sure maybe across like North Africa and Europe there might be one, but uh, if those go unattended, they start leaking gas everywhere, Uh-oh. and you know you get ma- and once if they got a bloody fish for one. Yeah, and then that explosion could go into the network itself and just kind of rupture a lot of. Could there be the a crust. mega explosion under Europe or something? I don't know. Yes. That would be crazy. Yes, yes there could. <laughs> it's like the lines that are drawn on the map become actual lines. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> boom, everything just ruptures up. Everything's a new country in between the pipelines. <laughs> yeah. Like, we all agreed we'll have a reshuffle of the countries. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Cool. That'd, be a, that'd be a cool apocalypse. You scenario. hope you're standing on a big bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Purely random. Yes, got the port. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, fucking hell. Um, I was looking up this uh, this uh, risk committee got together and had a think tank in Sweden in 2015. Yeah. And they all sat down. They're like, lads, let's hash out some of these bad situations. Um, the Global Challenges Foundation, they were called. Okay. And they're examining risks that had a... So in risk management, the, how big of a risk something is is decided by its impact by times its probability. Right. So, like, Expected. how bad is it going to be yeah. versus how likely it is to happen. Mm-hmm. And they, they're like, here's 12 risks that have infinite impact. <laughs> <laughs> is that just because of the probability or the severity? No, no, no. The probability is all very low on these. Okay. But the impact is just so high. Okay. That like, look, I don't care how low the chances are. We should have a look at these. Yeah, okay, okay. nice. <laughs> so like, when, yeah, when it's at infinity, it's just yeah. topping all the charts, you know? <laughs> 
Oh wait, what would happen can't, if, can't beat if the probability was zero multiplied by infinity? Yeah, technically zero, <laughs> but it would warrant attention. How does that work though? If you multiply well, if it's, zero no, by infinity, because technically, if it's zero, if it is factually zero, then uh, there's nothing to worry about because yeah. it won't happen. I don't know. Kind of it's always a positive. I feel like they're always going to have a positive probability for everything, every one of these. Yeah, the lowest is one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they came up with twelve of these risks that they like wanted to discuss and work out the likelihood of mm. of them. Uh, let's go to the list here. So we got a uh, extreme climate change is one. Okay, that's that's a pretty. Fair one, yeah. We all would have guessed that I think, mm. and a lot of the movies are either about. Nuclear war, zombies, or extreme climate change. Is that uh, an infinite one? Uh, oh, these are all infinite ones. They're all infinite these ones. These 12 are oh, all infinite. All 12? Infinite okay. impact. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty standard. You know, big tidal wave coming in. Yeah. All right. And then nuclear war, of course. Okay. Another one, the big tree. And global pandemic. Which okay. you were saying earlier, probably is like that's like a disease spreading everywhere. Yeah, like the amount of travel we do nowadays and the density of the population and so many urban centres. Mm-hmm. It's like a breeding ground for something to kick off. Yeah, and no one washes their hands anymore, do they? <laughs> <laughs> we just splash the water on them and pretend we do. <laughs> Sometimes they just run the taps and walk out. <laughs> Be absolutely diseased out to bits, we would. Yeah, that's probably the most likely. Just travel so quickly, Mm. and the whole the I was reading something and it was like the whole bureaucracy of the global, like the WHO and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. means that we wouldn't be able to react in anywhere near quick enough time to stop. Like, what if we all like quick kill the sick? (laughs) You'd have to (laughs) kill the sick. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone, quick kill everyone sick. (laughs) Just on the news. Oh, I imagine. I can't believe that worked. Yeah. <laughs> we just killed all the sick people. <laughs> Sorry, Nan. <laughs> um, yeah, so that'd be a pretty bad one. Would you kill the sick? In a... uh, no. I Would you mean, kill I'd, me if I was sick? I'd probably hide you. Hide me, nice. And dare and infect everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I'd be up for killing the sick. <coughs> yeah, I I'd be more. I'd, I might adopt a wait and see policy. I don't think I'd do it just then. Yeah. Don't ask, don't tell. Let's see, like the neighbors come around. Go, Kevin. It's like I didn't know. Have you, you killed your? Have you killed your sick? <laughs> um, yeah, just about to. They're all out there, huh? Yeah. Then I, then I, sorry, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> had to do it. What would you? Would you, that upset you? I mean, if you had to do it would for, you the sake, for the sake of humanity, I'd be like, all right, man. Well, go on then. I'll be a martyr. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you let me do a speech before. <laughs> Please take me along. <laughs> <laughs> you in an ass grave. Don't even let me finish. <laughs> Burn your clothes. Like, oh, because they'd have loads of sick to get through the house. You don't have time to listen to everyone. <laughs> we all have things to say. <laughs> <laughs> you get, you have, everyone gets one tweet. <laughs> you get 140 characters. <laughs> um, so the next one is an ecological catastrophe. Okay. Which. I'm not entirely sure how that's different than extreme climate change. Yeah, what's the difference between the ecology and the... It's like, I think ecology is like some mad big event that will happen rather than a gradual changing of the climate. Uh, Like, is it more like a physical, geological? Yeah, an example of one, it's called an anox event. Mm. It's when like the ocean loses its oxygen. Okay. And there's like uh, fossil dudes, what do you call them? 
paleontologists. <laughs> yeah, paleontologists. Fossil dudes. Yeah. Or ancient, ancient biology study people. Yeah. What do you call them? Uh, the... Nerds. Right. There's... Bunch of... The boffins, anyway, will look at when... Pa- uh, yeah. Does... <laughs> Sorry, so. do you want to keep guessing? Paleontologists? <laughs> just just go with paleontologists. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so that they they'll be able to tell when these events occurred because there's a load of death around there and the fossils and stuff. Yeah. And this is the way they used to like track different eras in like the past. Right. Um, that's kind of neato. Yeah. And the water just lost all its oxygen one day. He's like, oh no, that doesn't seem too bad at first. But then all the little shrimp do, or all the fish who are getting their oxygen from the water would die. Food chains. Yeah. Shaken from the ground up. Yeah. It's like getting the smallest thing first and then fucking the rest of us. That's like the whole bees thing. Yeah, dying at I think I don't think that'll be that bad as people say. They pollinate ninety-one percent. Little drones, pollination sacks. Yeah, that'll probably work. You've seen Black Mirror. <laughs> no, so they say uh, that there is a, pl- a way to manually pollinate. They already do this in California and places. Manually pollinating, yeah, but they say it's so expensive that the price of a single apple could be like twelve euro. Yeah. So. Oh, we all just have to work a bit harder. <laughs> we can still do it. <laughs> um, Imagine, like, in 50 years, we can tell our kids, like, yeah, I had an apple for, like, 50 cent. Oh, and they'd be like, oh, granddad, shut up. <laughs> You're old, granddad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that probably will happen. With, or, Everyone know. will just eat soy paste. Is that going to keep happening with inflation? What? Uh, inflation, Are yeah. Are we going to go up what, to, like, 2% a year? A euro is more like years. 10 euro. What's the whole? What is it? Two percent a year. Two percent a year. Fifty years. Two point six nine times the price. Two hundred sixty nine percent. Nice work, Martin. Yeah, it's a bit of the old noggin. Two hundred sixty nine percent more. So of what it is today. So one euro would be. Two euro sixty nine. Wow. So with inflation and with this new drone drone technology, (laughs) yeah. But we're living in the days of cheap apples. (laughs) Enjoy it while it lasts. Well, there were cheaper apples before. Was that inflation, though? (laughs) Well, okay, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I feel like fruit has gotten a lot cheaper because we're flying it around the world easily. Yeah, there's probably a bunch of people we're exploiting without realising to make that happen. Yeah. Good on them. Shout out to all the people we uh, exploit. Shout out to the <laughs> banana republics. The um, so next one is uh, a global system collapse. This is one of the mad Sist- risks they're looking at. Right. System being like the political system. It basically it? means a really, really bad economy. Okay. That could, yeah, I can see <laughs> that. That's like, what if everyone just gets really poor? Yeah. Like, like a big Mr. Uh, Robot situation. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. I link some of these to pop culture yeah. this one's linked to Mr. Robot nice it's like all the banks just weren't wiped there. out yeah fuck what would we do because like I think theoretically money's still kind of there so we yeah but it not, not it. it's it's kind of there but not in a way that would be useful in any context if someone were to wipe out all the records yeah. like that I think we'd sort of disastrously try and hang on to money yeah but it would be like it would be worth the paper it's printed on but I think that would cause a lot of conflict and that would be yeah. a lot of what, where the, the bad comes from. Yeah, oh, it would oh, be... Yeah, that was a... I feel like Mr. Robot didn't go... At least, I haven't seen season three, but it didn't go deep enough into, like, the damage it did. They sort of go a bit into it, like... But it's more about him than the... Yeah. You know, He'll be walking around and there'll be massive going on. Going on around him, but it wouldn't be, like, like... blackouts and, like, riots and stuff. Yeah. 
but nothing bad happens to him really. He's mm. all right. No. He still has a job or something. He's no debt. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway. Fuck that. Yeah. I never, I never would have thought really, really bad economy would be one. Yeah. It's like, you really fucked up this economy. Because it, it would just, the thing about a really bad economy, like, let alone the fact that all the unemployment and stuff like that, is just the general fear it would strike into people. Yeah. Like, if you get that many people scared, it's just this hysteria that develops. And Do you think people then would, uh, they'd all rise up? You turn it a bit? Or is it? What? My bad. Fuck <laughs> 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 No, you might as well say. <laughs> no, I thought the mic was pointed at the... In the wrong direction. Oh, no, I think it probably could hear me. Cool. I'll turn it a bit anyway. <laughs> what was I saying? Ruined the flow. <laughs> so do you think then that, like, uh, people would rise up, like, the 99% would overthrow the 1% of people? In that scenario? I guess, because... So there's this... I don't book, think you can... Okay. My friend was telling me about this book. So the whole reason money was invented... Uh-huh. Was to, or currency was invented was in, like, the 14th century in Italy. Yeah. And it was as a means of... If you were a wealthy landowner, uh-huh. you had a risk of your land being stolen or your cattle being stolen or all your assets being stolen. Get your cattle rustled. Yeah, so a much better, safer way of storing that value is in money. Mm. So that's why it became such a big thing. So now you have, like, as you're saying, the 1% and the 99%. The 1% has so much leverage because they have this money and it's mm-hmm. stored in a way that the 99% can't literally revolt and, like, pillage it yeah but now yeah if you had a mr robot situation that's all gone so i think it would be like a perfect scenario for the the one percent to be gone yeah but i think that that will make the problem worse then then they'll turn around and go right who might you know i think the one percent might they know how to pilot the the top level of things yeah and that like the 99 percent mightn't understand the intricacies of how (laughs) all that works just be more arguments and the whole thing then (laughs) just collapses then and then like the top of the 99 percent are a new one percent yeah and it's like the lads have all just enjoyed one big overthrow and just have (laughs) another overthrow it's like what is it the king is dead long live the king (laughs) you know there'll be a new thing to replace it every time it happens just look at the french revolution yeah Ooh, a lot of heads chopped lots of (laughs) guillotines I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll have to chop off short is this conversation as it's time for the break. Nice one. I think my um, analogies are getting stronger. Yeah, good <laughs> practice. Okay, back soon. I am Kagino Aku or Kagino Shi, depending on the site. And this is a How to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse, or a regular apocalypse. The first thing you got to keep in mind is your location. Is it a defensible location or are you pretty much in a shack or something like that? Um, you also need to keep in mind uh, what are the types of zombies? I mean, they're, as you've probably seen from various video games and movies, they can vary wildly. Okay? What's the rate of infection? Is it a high rate of infection? How does it transmit? Uh, what's the rate of a zombie extinction? If there are not very um, durable zombies, if they're the slow-moving type, and um, if they need to eat regularly to keep going, which is highly unlikely, but not without its own precedent in movies. Ooh, back from the break. We were just eating some crickets and grass, because that's all left, that's left in the apocalypse. What would be your, if, if you had no shops... What would literally be the first thing you go to? All the shops are closed. All the shops are closed? All the restaurants are closed. Can I get into them? Like? Nope. Okay, so the Nothing first thing I them. go to? What would you, yeah. 
Like to eat? Yeah. Oh. Like, I'd probably leave the city and go to a farm. Can yeah. I, do, like... It would take me too long to get anywhere, probably. I'd probably just die. Yeah. I couldn't get any food. You'd have to go for, like, work. You'd have to go to, like, Phoenix Park. I'd catch a deer in Phoenix Park. Catch a deer, get what probably, you can out of it. I imagine yeah. the deers would be gone pretty quick. Because they're pretty friendly, aren't they, in Phoenix Park? I'd probably try to go to the sea and fish. Yeah, that's, that's true. Not that I've ever fished or even like eating fish. But surely, like, you could get your day's worth. You probably figure it out. Yeah, piece of string. I might just go jump on a deer and eat it. You can make a hook, a hook out of a beer can lid for a... <laughs> uh, it all depends whether I'm on my own or not. Yeah. Because you know what might be easier? Just eating group. people. Yeah. <laughs> always, that would be another thing in the zombie apocalypse, is that you got that thought in the back of your head, like, does someone want to eat me? <laughs> isn't a zombie, you know, if you're getting hungry. Some people say that overpopulation will cause an apocalypse. Yeah. But that that's a problem that just fixes it itself after Yeah, all. I mean... Yes. Some of the people start eating people, which kills some people, and there's more food, and then those people go mad, and then they it'll have to be, be killed by the other people, I reckon and then by then, be, there's much less people. I reckon it'll be some disease that just gets spread in the next, like, hundred years, and massively wipes out a lot of the population. Because the Spanish flu was, only, yeah, only, like, a hundred years ago. Mm, pretty bad, huh? You know, Although, I think medical services have gotten a lot better since then. True, but... There's so many more people to treat now, and that's going to keep getting bigger and bigger. And mm, That's true. You know what else might do it? What? A major asteroid impact. This one would also fuck us, wouldn't it? Yeah. Getting smashed by a giant asteroid. Is it feasible for an asteroid to like change the angle of the Earth's rotation? <laughs> I don't know, hits? you know? Like a massive uh, one. What's I mean... causing that to spin in that direction in the first place? I guess when the Big Bang happened... I have, it might I, be just you with like the natural weight and shape of the Earth that spins that way. I thought it was just like, once it starts spinning and it orbits, it's just going to keep doing that forever. Is it a perpetual motion machine? Um, <laughs> yeah, is that... Is it going to stop? Pity we don't have our science expert on Is it going to stop orbiting? Yeah, Earth? is it perpetual We'd motion? We'd all get flung. Whoa! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Because does that mean the Earth's going to stop orbiting the sun at some point? Oh, I don't know. The, well, if the sun wasn't there, because the sun is causing it to do that. It's but like that sucking is, it in. Isn't that the per per perpetual motion then? Mm -hmm. uh, no, because there's another agent that's causing it, because the sun will eventually burn out. So it's everything in the universe kind of pulling and yeah, yeah, to yeah. and froing. Okay. Basically. I mean, I don't really know. Yeah. We don't have our science expert this week, unfortunately. No. Together, <laughs> um, yeah, big. Apparently, like it, it's almost the same as the big volcano, which is another one on this list. Mm -hmm. And that big, big impact. So you're fucked if you get hit by it, obviously. Yeah. But if you're on the other side of the world, it only spews up big clouds of ash and debris. On the other side of the planet. It, well, it just it totally fucks the climate. Okay. It's, it basically blacks out the sun with all the ash. Yeah, yeah. I've and heard, that's what really fucks you. Then I've heard that about volcano, and it can. Uh, there's one that erupted 75,000 years ago, I think, in, was it Indonesia? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it blacked out the sky, as you say, and the planet, like, the average temperature on the planet dropped by, like, seven degrees. Oh, yeah. Was this the, the extra long winter they had? Or the year, the year they didn't have summer? Oh, it was, I think it was more than a year. It was, yeah. was 75,000 years. I think it was called the Toba event. Which is oh, 75,000 years ago? Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. And, uh... It was a huge, and yeah, so the temperatures dropped by like seven degrees, and you know how severe that is because 
they're talking about like one or two degree temperature rises going to be fucked. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it killed off so many people, but it left around five. Scientists estimate around five thousand people left on the planet. What is that cave now? Um, I'm not sure. Maybe they would have been yeah, seventy five thousand years mm. ago. I, I don't know what what era that was, but they say yeah. that is our gene pool. Is those five thousand people? Oh yeah, the entire human race. Wow. Must so have been saying, a bunch of handsome guys. <laughs> <laughs> saying, uh, it's great. Like, if you were to imagine the rest of the gene pool, could have been so different, and we would net like people would have looked so different today and stuff like that. Mm. If that if it was restricted to five thousand, because they think it was like catastrophic. <laughs> like ninety percent of the population just isn't in our gene pool anymore from, from way back when. Yeah, like everyone else had two dicks. Yeah. <laughs> All the two-dicked people died. Yeah. And it was like the, the one-dicked people were chased up into the mountains or something. Because <laughs> yeah. they're all laughed at. <laughs> and they were the only ones who survived. <laughs> there was something like similar to that. Uh, I think it was a volcano that, that caused uh, one year, like 100 years ago or a couple hundred years ago, not to have a winter. Oh yeah, and it's just like basically winter all year, or not to have a summer. Mm. It's like winter all year round. Really, and because of this in England, you couldn't really go outside too much if you were lounging around your manor in the country. Yeah. So what did you have to do? You have to write a bloody novel. <laughs> when Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein, oh, and invented science fiction. I wonder it'd be cool to see if there's like a lot of literature, you know, statistically written in that year more than other years. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe. Maybe. It's good inspiration. Well, Byron was knocking around then. He probably wrote something. Yeah. Was Charles Dickens around? Spooky poet. Uh, no, maybe. I got, got a bit muggy about what all these old lads are about. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think, um, what the fuck? Uh, Byron was might have been riding Mary Shelley, I think. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was part of the inspiration. I, I, heard, I heard a rumor that she lost her virginity on her mother's grave to Lord Byron. Oh, dear. Which is fucking metal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, California experiences a great flood every 100 to 200 years. Ooh, really? Uh, yeah. We're due, are we due one? The last one that happened was 1862, and it caused 42 days of biblical-scale f- flooding. Uh, it bankrupted the entire state and forced them to move their capital from Sacramento to San Francisco. Ooh. Um, That's and, their capital? Yeah, Sacramento. I th- is it still? I, I think know. it might be. What else is in Ca- oh, Los Angeles, San Francisco? Yeah, that's probably San, San Francisco. All the um, But yeah, there's paintings from like back then, and it shows people in uh, Sacramento just like rowing around on boats, and ah. it's up to, <laughs> up to like the uh, electrical wires in some places. I whenever I, I see think, those pictures, yeah, I always kind of think, "Ha, that'd be gas." <laughs> but <laughs> I don't the novelty of it. But I'm just also picturing it going away when I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> But scientists predict, now this this was kind of alarming, but it's at most 45 years until the next one can happen, which will be much more severe. So mm-hmm. you'd think... Would you a flood? Would, it, would, you, would you not just move out? But maybe... And they're getting fucked up with earthquakes as well all the time over yeah, there. They have been having droughts recently, so maybe... Yeah, the younger generation don't know what it's like to be too wet. Yeah, it'd be better to smooth it out though. They don't fear the wet. But, uh, the sharks would be able to get in then, wouldn't they? Oh yeah. So ho- hopefully, hopefully they figure out, or at least... What causes this flood, do you know? I'm not sure. Maybe it's something to do, because there's a, a couple of plates that meet around there, isn't it? Yeah, they're kissing, yeah. yeah. No, actually, they're grinding up against each other. They're twerking on each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should keep arm's length. Leave, it, leave a bit of room for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> actually, that would be really bad. 
because the bad as a big super volcano is. What's yeah. worse, apparently, is like the like the plates can just crack mm. and just let a load of lava out. So it's not a massive. It's not like a pimple popping. It's like just pus oozing up from a big gash. Oh wow! And it spits out loads of notches gas, and it can go for like hundreds of years. Oh no! That would really fuck us if that happened. Yeah, but you just gotta hope. Um. How do you feel about nanotechnology, Marin? Does it, does it make you afraid? Uh, I suppose it has its uses, I guess. It's up here. It's up here on this list of 12 infinite impact uh, in, solutions. In, nanotechnology, you might call it. How's that? Uh, so, now, so nanotechnology is, is when you can manufacture things with atomic precision, mm-hmm. which like could really uh, really streamline manufacture products for a load of things. Right. Like, you wouldn't have to need to trade as much because it'd be trivial to just manufacture whatever you needed right. with this uh, nanotechnology. Mm. And also, if it got into the hands of your common job, they could be, uh, you know, making missiles and uh, okay, just stuff like, like that. Printing off recipes yeah, for a missile. missiles and drones and stuff. Like, yeah. There's already people 3D printing guns. Yeah. That's, that, that's going on. That. Yeah. So, in combination of there's no trade, which makes people less friendly, or countries less friendly to each other. Yeah. Bunch of yobs running around with guns and nukes, even if it gets to that. They're just printed. And also the the risk as well. This is one of the risks that the nanotechnology might self-replicate and consume the earth. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know who wrote up, like, what specific person came up with that one. There's <laughs> one guy. Yeah, sci-fi like, fan. <laughs> they had to, like, let him on the committee because yeah. he is someone's little brother. <laughs> it's like, ah, go on, Lumpo. <laughs> Lumpo. Lumpo's, Lumpo's brother, Steve, was there. <laughs> Less Fucking Lumpo. <laughs> All right, Lumpo, we'll put it in. Yeah. <laughs> um, gee, I never, I never taught anything bad about nanotechnology. I'd have to be. Nice I always thought it was yeah, like good for medical purposes and stuff like that. Yeah, they had a note about that. It said, "Let's make sure we don't go too far with its medical use." <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? that? <laughs> Bionic stuff, I guess. They said cyborgs. Well, uh, nanotechnology. They also said like it might save itself, though. Because you could use it to manufacture a load of drones to keep tabs on people. Oh, wow. Make sure they're not building weapons with nanotechnology. Okay, yeah. But that's scary for its own reasons. But then what if the drones start realizing they're drones? Well, that brings us into the next one, which yeah. is AI, of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah, AI, the Terminator, links to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we all, we're all familiar with this. Computer gets too smart. It's tired of being pushed around. Mm. Can calculate a load of probability really well. And goes, you know, I don't need these humans. Eradicates them. And the scary thing they said is, it would uh, the AI would only move when it knew it was going to win. Okay. So it would just hang out and be nice to us till it got advanced enough till it could just destroy us for certain. So we wouldn't even know. We wouldn't see it coming. That's like Ex Machina. Yeah. She's exactly all lovey like dovey, mm-hmm. and then when she has her opportunity, totally fool them. Yeah. And they reckon that like the AIs, could, if we reach just like a singularity, they'd be mm-hmm. so good at predicting things. Yeah. Actually, one of the factors they include, they account for, is uh, how good do we think the AI will be at predictions. Right. Yeah. Is that whole concept of singularity, does that just mean the com- combination of everyone's yeah, I guess, uh, collective knowledge? Yeah, it's like one central hub and everyone feeds into it. Of everything, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The singularity. That's a cool concept. We all go back into a little speck, yeah. like we were before the Big Bang. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. As us mining silicon. <laughs> How concerned would you say uh, you are about AI? Um, 
Probably, yeah, quite concerned because, well, like, I, I'm always for technological advancement and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think AI, it should, like, it, it, it doesn't have its limits. I think the way it's going is it's just, like, no one really knows, as you say, like, a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff going on at Facebook and Google yeah. about AI You know, the living worrying. people are <laughs> crawling Help that. No, no, the... basking in hot rocks and yeah. making AIs. But uh, it just seems ominous. Like, what practical uses can you think of for it? AI? Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch. Okay, like, okay. Like, okay, I mean, think yeah, about there it, is, like, there is. Okay, could, you're right. It could basically do everything a human could do and more. But there comes a point where it's like, why do we need to outsource that human function? I kind of feel this way about, uh, you know, people with smart homes. Yeah. It's like, I don't really need uh, this technology to turn on my light. I can just turn on my light. I know. I'm happy with that. <laughs> I guess AI is more efficient, and that's why it's going the way it's going. It's cheaper than human beings, and it can operate. You only need to maintain it. You don't need to feed yeah. it and stuff like that. But it's just like... We haven't really... I think that's the only reason. I don't think AI is expanding so rapidly because it's inherently like beneficial. All yeah. these functions, humans could do it. That's why it's called... It's like... It's artificial intelligence. We have legitimate intelligence. Yeah. I think it's all just a very profit-making venture. You raise an interesting uh, question there. Yeah. What is real? If it basically gets so good, it basically does... Like, our our brain is just electricity zapping around. It shouldn't get to that point. Yeah, that's the point it becomes a problem. Yeah. When it can think for itself. Yeah. That's the issue. Is that... What's that test called? The... uh, Uh, Fuck, I know this. The Turing test. Turing, yeah. Yeah, to test an AI. No one's ever beaten it. No, but when it does happen, bye bye. Bye bye. Well, you'll, yeah, you'll just like that. You'll get up and like plug out the computer. <laughs> Live in the woods. Oh, Martin, come on, we're really close. Like, no, pull in the plug, lad. You push it in the bathtub. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> the headline of Martin ruins AI. Yeah. It was just getting too weird, guys. I have to put it down. <laughs> and people were more or less fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. AI, it's a cool concept and it's the technology is impressive and it is awe-inspiring, but mm. I think in the long run it's just very ominous. You know what's awe-inspiring? What, a little uh, puppy AI? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AI kittens. Um, okay, I've been going on about these ads, so I'll just do a little more. Um, this is my favourite one. The mm. Unknown Consequences. <laughs> Ooh, that's vague. Otherwise, no. That was Lumpo's <laughs> second entry. No, this, this is probably the edgiest one. Okay. Uh, Smucky. <laughs> no, that's not an edgy name. Forget about Smucky. <laughs> anyway, yeah, The Unknown Consequences. Quote about <laughs> A quote they had explaining Unknown Consequences was, Uncertain risks represent the unknown unknowns. <laughs> <laughs> So this is also known as a... Uh, it ba- it's basically a catch-all for anything that we can't really predict. Can't even predict, yeah. Like that's a, always it, valid. That, and that's uh, aliens turning up. Yeah. Or like, you know, all of a sudden the world just explodes or something. Out of nowhere. But yeah, it's um, it's also called a black swan incident. Right. Where back in the day, in Plato's days, like, there's no such thing as a black swan. Mm. We've never seen a black swan. But he's all, well, how do you know there's no black swan? Just because right. you haven't seen it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean it's doesn't not necessarily exist. there. And it turns out they do exist in Australia as well. Oh. Yeah. So. Oh, Play-Doh was onto something. <laughs> <laughs> so that means anything could happen. Yeah. It's like, what if uh, gravity reversed? Mm. Just everyone goes into Everyone falls up. Oh, falls up. <laughs> it falls up. Falls up. Yeah, what if you just start falling up? Just keep going. Yeah. 
You'd be half the people would just life. be on into the atmosphere. They'd fall off the Most space. people, only the people who were physically in con- Oh, yeah, you just go to the ceiling. Yeah. Imagine all the, at a festival. <laughs> <laughs> the rapture. <laughs> yeah, pe- that, people would think it was rapture. Well, yeah, yeah or, or if God turned out to be real and did a rapture, that would, yeah. be, that would be in this category. Do you know the well. rapture? Uh, it's it's basically Satan fighting God, but Satan's in the form of a dragon. What? Yeah, isn't that cool? That is fucking cool. Yeah, that's a, the, the the whole the apocalypse term comes from uh, the Bible, Book of Revelations. Nice. Where we get the word from? Oh, look at you, yeah, Bible yeah. boy. Bible boy. Maybe we both go to heaven in the rapture because I was at Jesus camp as a kid. Yeah. Have you turned against him now, though? No. <laughs> <laughs> you listening? <laughs> you can tell me, man. No, no, I haven't turned to. Ag- I, I would say I'm an agnostic, oh, yeah, but yeah. I, I'm not I, I, dirty, fence-sitting centralist. No, I just, <laughs> I, I don't, th- I don't think he exists. No. But I hear you. That doesn't matter if anyone does think he exists. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. My, are... my general plan is um, the Bible always teaches forgiveness, and you can more or less turn on a dime on your deathbed and just get some lovely forgiveness, get into heaven. That's true. Way. Uh, so I'd probably just go for that. But you'd get like, you'd get the cheap heaven. <laughs> I think I might be, be... alright. I might be alright with cheap heaven because if you <laughs> give me something to work towards, I'd oh, you can't work your way out of cheap heaven. Maybe you can. Maybe I. Maybe. Maybe I wouldn't accept that, and I'd work towards it. Yeah, you can. And I'd, I'd have something to do then, because when you just have everything given to you the whole time, you wouldn't yeah, that's get bored. True. You'd stagnate, I and then you'd go to hell. Some of the scary dreams I'd have as a kid was I'd dream I was in heaven. But heaven was just an endless maze of clouds. Oh, yeah. And it would scare me. I'd wake up crying. <laughs> That's no heaven. <laughs> that right, put what? you off heaven for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, not often. It would be good. Yeah, but just not in that form. Hey, what, what's uh, what's cheap heaven like compared to uh, cheap heaven? Like good heaven? Every time, you know how you'd expect in heaven, it's like all the food you want, hmm. all the drinks you want. It's just like all the food is microwavable version of the food. <laughs> <coughs> and... Uh, the drinks are like a bit flat and warm, and the bar the, bar, <laughs> the bartender is like a bit of a dick, yeah. and uh, you're the only guy at the bar, and he can see you, but he's still just texting on his phone for like twenty seconds. Uh, but then he comes over. It comes not over. Not long you. enough for you to say something. Yeah, yeah. And he walks back to the back room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just shuffles some things on a on a shelf, and then comes back. Gives you a free drink. To be fair, it is. What is cheap he? Heaven. Is it better than Earth? Yeah, it's better than Earth. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. You just don't have to get the deluxe package, you know? Yeah. It'd be a bit of a novelty. I bet I form a clique of people in cheap heaven who mock the people in uh, real heaven for being losers. (laughs) You couldn't have, like, a big session in... uh... You get TV channels of the other heavens. That'd be cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But everyone's happy. Everyone's happy, yeah. In cheap, medium, (laughs) or rich heaven. Happy. (laughs) (laughs) What is a medium? Medium heaven's just, like... Yeah, it's pretty much everything you wanted, but nothing's luxurious. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, I suppose, then we get into the different purgatories. Uh, yeah, I guess, like, good, what's, what's good hell? Good, good hell? Yeah. Good hell is like, you're, it's like you have a job you hate. Yeah, a job you hate. You go <laughs> like, there every day. Afterwards, you can, like, you got mates. You can go home, and maybe you're not, like, going on holidays or anything, but you can watch a few TV shows, yeah. have a bit of dinner, hang out with your mates a bit. yeah. But then, you know... That's it. You don't have weekends, maybe. Yeah, that's good. You can still <laughs> hang out with your friends sometimes after work. Yeah. You have a pretty shitty apartment. Mm. One bed, one it tiny It might room. even be like a, a bunk. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, I think having your own house is a bit too good. 
Until he's that rain. might be cheap uh, purgatory. Like, yeah. No purgatory. That's what we just described. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, or what is it? Good hell. Good hell. <laughs> you're, in, you're in a bunk. <laughs> and there's where a load of the people you didn't like from school yeah. are in the bunk with you. That's good. <laughs> and you've got the most annoying one as your bunkmate. And every day it's a new day. So, like, any bonds you may form, you, you don't form bonds basically, but you realize that it's a new day. And you know it's just like the 600th repeat of the same day with the same shitty people. Why have you totally shifted around to a different group of people every time? Every time. And it's like... That might be good, though. But as as long as you never get used to them, because that wouldn't be like hell. But a shuffle culture would build up. Yeah. And you'd compare shuffle notes and see if you've been shuffled with Uh, someone who... And you'd be like, hey, new people. Yeah. Yeah. You start learning about them. I think that's that that suits good hell. I think. Yeah. You could research. probably find a way to have a like fulfilling life, yeah. if not entirely enjoyable. Yeah. With a bit of work. I like that. And we all know bad hell is, of course, regular hell. Just regular, yeah. As described. Standard. As described in the Bible. Everyone has snakes for eyes. That's with all your murderers, your rapists, and your uh, video piraters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> you'd, be up, you'd be in cheap heaven as well. Chief, oh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, hold be. on. Maybe you'd be in medium heaven if I've gone up to cheap heaven for pulling a little trick, basically. Yeah, so, but I would, at one point, did believe in Jesus. Yeah, me so, too. Yeah, maybe cheap, cheap to medium. It's a coin flip, really. <laughs> Do you think you could... Oh, we could all pull up our socks and get the full heaven if we wanted. I think it would be cool if you could have, like, on weekends, you can go and see a mate in different heavens, mm. but you can't enjoy... You have, like, tokens for all the amenities. Yeah, yeah. And if you're going from cheap to rich heaven, you only get, like, two tokens, depending on the disparity, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to make it classist or anything. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> we'll have to have a look into the heaven economy. The heaven, yeah. Point. Another one of our economies <laughs> that we're going to propose to the central bank. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them, man. Um, yeah, so I was thinking about that uh, upside down apocalypse. Mm. Um, I had a little personal apocalypse panic last night. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Which I guess is just fear of death. <laughs> Not so much an apocalypse. But Do you think still. you were dying? Uh, well, I'll tell you, right? So, my housemate Barra had brought me back some cheese from Lebanon. Yeah. I'd been there in the fridge for about two weeks, and last night I was like, right, I'm going to sample some of this Lebanese cheese. Okay. And I had these two spicy balls of cheese. Yeah. Ate them up. They're quite strong. Bit of an odd taste. Oh, dear. And they're sort of coming up on me a bit. Yeah. That was fine. All right. But then I got into bed, and I started feeling real weird, and I was like, oof. That cheese was What was in that cheese? It was two weeks old. I was like, what if there was heroin in that cheese what if someone had hidden a load of heroin in this cheese it could happen and I've eaten two balls of it <laughs> that did it <laughs> and then I was like I had to be like nah that's probably not true I think Barra got these in the airport <laughs> they wouldn't have heroin in them there <laughs> that's funny though and it is feasible it turned my... out I was alright in the end but... oh, you're here today anyway I had watched a I heard a story once about these this couple who were stealing luggage from airports. Yeah. They stole some luggage and they found what they thought was some like uh, high quality vodka. Mm. The guy's like, ha, fuck yeah, drink some of this. And it turned out it was like liquid cocaine that someone had made for trafficking. Oh, wow. And he drank a bit of it and he drank like way too much cocaine and uh, died. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, dear. That's what I was thinking when I was 
feeling weird after the cheese. <laughs> they did that. <laughs> I love watching those uh, airport drug police things. And there was one where the guy opens up his suitcase and uh, they're like, oh, yeah, we found traces of cocaine on your suitcase. He was like, oh, that might have been in my mate. Yeah, like, oh, it was his 20th birthday or something like that. And they're like, oh, okay, we're just going to search your suitcase. And they find, like, in the lining, you know, the lining bit where it's kind of that yeah. material and then there's the shell. Mm-hmm. It's just lined with cocaine everywhere. <laughs> and they're like, oh, so, like, and they weren't even in, like, a cool investigation room. It was, like, out in the middle of the airport, <laughs> airport floor kind of place. Oh, you're caught there. You're the worst and smuggler. Like, oh, <laughs> just so funny. Must have been my mate. <laughs> my, oh, my mate always lines my bloody suitcase with so much cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a flower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was a little apocalypse for him. How about an apocalypse where squirrels just go all zombified? Mm-hmm. Because the thing with squirrels is they multiply very fast. Really? They have a lot of squirrel sex. <laughs> nice. And uh, they're they're pretty scary as well. I didn't. I always. I never had a not a. I don't have a fear of squirrels. But when I <laughs> that's exactly what someone squirrels would say. But when I was in Canada. I remember just standing there in a park and being like, oh, cool, the squirrel, like, it's coming up to approach me. It's pretty friendly. Like, oh, nice. It's still walking. Oh, cool. Wow. Oh. And, like, as it gets squirrel. closer, like, you can see it, little muscles in its face and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> like an alpha squirrel. Um, but if they... So if you get a load of those and they're just at you, like, basically land piranhas and they're multiplying <laughs> Oh, they, and they can climb really well as well. Yeah. I think that would be pretty... Devastating. Once if their tails rot off, though, they'd be fucked. Cause they use they them use for balance. To, yeah, they'd just be stupid mice, stupid guinea yeah. pigs, and mice. You could, that'd be pretty bad as well, really. Yeah. Fucking be worse on a mosquito. Yeah, that's true. Although maybe less initially frightening. Um, you know about the Fermi paradox? Well, you were telling me this the other day. About the Fermi paradox? Yeah, it's something to do with P equals NP. Oh yeah, sort of. No, that's a different thing. Oh. Um, Fermi paradox is okay. You know we've got so X amount of stars in the universe, loads of stars. Yeah. What's the probability that those stars have a planet that's like our planet near them? Uh, it's like okay, that's fairly high actually. Mm-hmm. It's like and then what's the chance that life is out there also quite high, and the chance that they had got the space travel also pretty high. Right. So it's like so where is everyone? Yeah. So why haven't we been contacted? we're in a simulation yeah so that's the Fermi paradox okay and that's an answer to the Fermi paradox we're in a simulation yeah there's some other assumptions where it's like it would make sense for an advanced society to want to simulate yeah which is very believable interesting because you would want to simulate like if you could like oh let's test out how this I I play the sims yeah exactly (laughs) I'd love to do that they they built us a simulation to play in our simulation (laughs) yeah (laughs) Just to entertain us. So one of the answers to the Fermi paradox is that uh, intelligent civilizations will inevitably destroy themselves before they develop intergalactic travel. Okay, so that's one of the counter counters to it because that would stop, obviously. Yeah. So, so like global warming could uh, kill us off. Yeah, or they'll destroy themselves mm. with certainty. You know, hmm. they'll build a, a too big of a hammer. <laughs> Drop it. <laughs> <laughs> the construction on the world's biggest hammer is finished today. Oh my god. <laughs> Shit! Oh, that's 
be that'll be the movie we make. <laughs> we we have to stop the world's biggest hammer. <laughs> like there's no no one can figure out why it's being made. It just <laughs> no, is. No one believes us. Yeah. Like, ah, it's a big hammer. Why not? What's the big? Game? Everyone's attitude yeah. towards the hammer is why, why not? not? <laughs> yeah, and we're the only one. They're drunk on the hubris of it all. <laughs> Yeah. We have to time travel to the future to stop them. <laughs> and everyone in the future supports Big Hammer. Before they drop it, Big <laughs> Hammer. <laughs> They're going up there with slippy fingers. <laughs> we can call it the Fermi Hammer Docks. <laughs> Netflix would buy that. For sure. They bought the Cloverfield Paradox, didn't they? Oh, yeah. It can be part of that universe. Yeah, the clothes. Oh, yeah, fucking J.J. Abrams is a yeah, madman. Yeah. Chasing people around. We're like, hey, you want to be part of my universe? <laughs> no, J.J., little... leave me alone. <laughs> if you're listening, J.J., don't leave us alone. Maybe send us a tweet, J.J. At? Trash pod. Trash underscore pod. That's the one. Something like that. It'll be in the, it'll be in the notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's a question for you. If you could have the power to cause the end of the world by snapping your fingers mm. at your deathbed, mm. would you do it? <laughs> and what um, is it? Instant? Yeah, yeah. You do it in the world. No, no. I, okay. My loved ones. What if? Okay, here. Yeah. Well, say they're okay. Let's say it's not snapping your fingers. It's there's always a floating big red button next to you, and you know that if you press it, it will end the world. You, and could, could you consistently resist the temptation to press the big red button? Probably. I'd probably want to like have a few No, nah, I'd be so tempted. Covers for the for the button as <laughs> no, well. No, there's no covers. You just have to have it exposed. Yeah. But only you can interact with it. It's like you just can, on like, a night out, just bump into it like <laughs> Oh no. No, I don't so think you'd bump into it. Maybe. I'd like to I'd like to have the thrill of it, but it would drive me insane after a day or two. The button. Just knowing like <laughs> I'd, I'd press it. I'd have to press it. <laughs> yeah, it would drive you mad. But if you'd have the option... Put a sheet over it. I'd go not to... The, no, you'd know it's there. That's even worse. It's a floating, like, towel next to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, floating around with you everywhere you go. No, I'd go for no thank you. Now you're at your deathbed. You're ironing it up. <laughs> no. You've been thinking about that button your whole life. No. If it was instant... I would. If it was instant, instant. and painless, uh-huh. but not on, on my no, it feels if I did it on my deathbed, that would feel vindictive. <laughs> okay, what if everyone knew you, you had it, and like you were surveilled on your deathbed? Make sure you don't do it. No, I still probably turn away for a second and they'd look back, and you're pressing the button. <laughs> and it's like no, no, I wouldn't do it. It's I not think, me. I think I'd probably do it. I wouldn't be able yeah. to resist. <laughs> Well, you and me. Sorry, everyone. You but then we could all ways. go into probably pretty good heaven after that. Yeah, apart from you. I might go to worst hell. You go to worst hell. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting any tokens up in good heaven. I've sent everyone to a really good place. But you're still in that hell. That was nice of me. Yeah, but is it about the intent of the action or the output, the result of the action? Mm. Because if you intend to do good things, you can often do bad things. You Like, Niall was telling me about recycling Okay. Apparently it's not as good like only a fraction of the stuff that we actually recycle gets recycled. Yeah. And it costs so much electricity and stuff like that to recycle it that it's just pretty much a waste. Yeah. It's not um, helping. But you know like you everyone, everyone means well when they recycle. It's just like 
pushing a bulge somewhere else under a rug. Mm, yeah. It's like, it's not in this area. Now the problem's over in this area. That's the thing, though. How do you measure? I think it's by the intent, but... Then I, can... I think it has to be by intent. Because you could... What if you're evil, but you kept accidentally doing really nice things? I, that could be classed as good. No, I think it's... Yeah. If you consistently accidentally one. do nice things, it's good. Well, actually, I think there's two things here. You'll morale like you'll class yourself as evil, but the world will class you as good, good yeah. and vice versa. Or not? It's not even a. So maybe I'd actually objectively get objectively you're good, but mm. subjectively you're bad. That's true. I don't yeah. really think there's such thing as good or bad anyway. Yeah, it's all. It's also it all, subjective. It's all subjective. Yeah. yeah. The apocalypse. Bloody apocalypse. It's all subjective. Yeah. Uh, do you know there's a doomsday clock? Uh, I've heard of this, but what is it? It's like they. Uh, it's basically it's a rate a rating of how close we are to killing ourselves in nuclear war. Okay. Right, right now we're at two minutes from twelve. Meaning. Uh, meaning like at twelve we're gonna blow up and die. And what does the two minutes constitute? It's like imagine. You know, oh, as in eleven fifty-eight. It would take to destroy the world. No, no. It, it, actually, it's not really that related to time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's a measure. Of, okay. Like if Trump does something like build more weapons. So the point is, we're relatively close to it. Yeah. The the the, the idea of the clock is to give us a sense of urgency. Okay. But they started it after the initial nukes, uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima in World War Two. And what like, was it then? It was. Uh, it started out like a seven. Seven. It's, okay. it's, it's the highest it's ever been. Now, yeah. Actually. And it can't go back, can it? It can, yeah. Oh, it can, cool. So things like yeah, pulling out of the Cold War and stuff like that. Rigi- we'll pull it okay. back pack up. We'll have a half an hour or 11.58. I think wow. the highest it's been is 16 minutes to midnight. Wow, and we're two. Yeah. That's an Iron Maiden song, Two Minutes to Midnight. Is it, yeah? So we probably, hmm, on, on that basis. Doomsday Clock is a pretty cool name. Yeah, it is. For something. Yeah. I got excited when I heard about it. I thought it was an actual clock. <laughs> <laughs> that was Just when it hits. Because they, they did make a big giant clock <coughs> in a, a mountain in the desert called like the cent- Millennium Clock or something. I don't know. The what idea of the clock is that this clock will exist for years and years and years. Oh, I've heard of that, yeah. And like the idea is that, and they did all sorts of cool engineering to make it to be a clock that would last a really long time. Mm. And like the the point of it is to make us think about conserving the world and yeah. being around to see the clock <laughs> do its thing. But it can function without humanity for ages. That'd be cool. Someone just finds it in space. Oh, like, what is this? Look at this clock. Yeah. Yeah, but like, uh, <laughs> you ever see that guy from Pompeii? You know, the city that got and, uh, uh, covered in ash by a volcano. Is he fossilized? Yeah, he's fossilized and he's cranking one out. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like the things people find after <laughs> that to them that would have been a total apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely cranking one out. What a lot. <laughs> just thinking, what if you know the whole thing about oh yeah, if there's life out there, it's obviously not going to be anything close to what we can imagine. Mm-hmm. What if it is just exactly like us, <laughs> but like like they have English <laughs> two penises, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like it's the same. It's like different countries and different cultures and everything, but it's just like New yeah. Earth. Yeah, it's like an expansion pack for Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. another one of our simulations. I'd be really into that. How weird would that be, though? Wouldn't that freak everyone out? Like, yeah, wow. Weird. But how would, would they be equally freaked out by us? Yeah, it'd be like, what? We're expecting something totally different. It's like an altered dimension, but it's just a planet yeah. the road. <laughs> Interesting. Well, we found out there was a guy who looked just like you living in the town over. In On this planet? Yeah. Let's say, like, where you grew up. 
I don't know. I'd want to. I'd get in touch. There's with another like, kid called Martin. Yeah, <laughs> I get in touch and be like, "Mate, we can do some hijinks." You <laughs> <laughs> team up with him. Yeah, I think he'd stab you in the back. No, there can only be one Martin. Well, I could stab him in the back. <laughs> We'd get some good hijinks in, and then I'd call it a day and stab him in the back. <laughs> well, I have to go home. <laughs> That'd be fun. Well, the end of his world. And that's the end of our world. <laughs> 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 Unless you have a, I well, saw that coming. <laughs> do you not see all of them coming? <laughs> the, the, the second your eyes lit up. Anyway. <laughs> Unless you have a final thought. Uh, no final thoughts from me. Um, avoid the apocalypse if you can. At all costs. It's not good. Yeah, tweet us to let us know that you haven't died in an apocalypse. Or don't, because we'll all be dead. Yeah, well, th- yeah well then we'll know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye-bye. <laughs>